The world is changing fast, but you can learn it at a slower pace. Special English. You're listening to Special English. Here's the news. Multiple subway lines in Beijing have participated in a pilot project to transport express parcels during off-peak hours, aiming to reduce road congestion and lower carbon emissions. Beijing's urban rail transit network has been expanding in recent years, with 27 lines currently covering a total distance of 807 kilometers. The capital handles approximately 15 million express parcels every day and most are delivered via urban road transportation. According to Wang Shuling from the Beijing Transport Institute, the pioneering project leverages the surplus capacity of subway systems during off-peak hours, which is expected to gradually alleviate traffic congestion and lower carbon emissions. To ensure the safe and orderly operations of the pilot lines, the Beijing Municipal Commission of Transport has stipulated that goods transported must adhere to a catalog of items prohibited on Beijing subways and pass security checks. Participating enterprises have designed reusable express delivery boxes that are compatible with urban rail transit dimensions and developed dedicated trolleys that can facilitate safe and convenient transportation. This is Special English. The Haihe Theater Festival has started its three-month run in Tianjin, honoring the father of modern Chinese drama, Cao Yu, and showcasing Tianjin's vibrant theater activities. The event features performances by professional troops, shows by university students, and cultural tourism. Cao, who was born in Tianjin, made significant contributions to modern drama in China during his lifetime. Some of his well-known works include Sunrise, The Thunderstorm, and Beijingers. Beijing People's Art Theater will present Cao's masterpiece Thunderstorm in Tianjin during the festival, and the Tianjin People's Art Theater will perform three of his works. Also, a variety of Peking opera works will be showcased throughout the three-month run. Renowned domestic 
and international groups such as the China Oriental Performing Arts Group, Xi'an Drama Troupe, Britain's TNT Theatre, and Chapter House Theatre Company will come to Tianjin during the event. They will perform a variety of shows, including English plays, Pride and Prejudice, influential and cutting-edge productions, such as Meng Jinghui's drama Red and Black and the comedy Highly Suspicious, produced by Gulo West Theatre, will also be presented in Tianjin, showcasing the avant-garde nature of contemporary theater. More than a century ago, Chinese drama emerged on campuses in Tianjin, and this year's festival is expected to see the younger generation continuing to carry the torch of theatrical brilliance that has been passed down by their predecessors. You're listening to Special English. Guizhou Province, known in China as the Kingdom of Karst Landforms for its complicated, towering mountains, has evolved into a haven for extreme sports events. Frederick Mole, who has lived in China for eight years, is an enthusiast of extreme sports. Under his father's influence, he began bicycle motocrossing, or BMX for short, at a very young age. In 1982, with plenty of racing experience, Mole founded a BMX club in France and served as its coach. He has also won medals at the BMX French Championship and the 2009 BMX European Championship. In March this year, he took on a new role as the head coach for the Guizhou BMX team. Mole mentioned that Guizhou is rich in mountain tourism and sports resources. Jen Beranek from the Czech Republic is an extreme sports and stunt expert. While working as an IT engineer, he also became a skydiving instructor. To date, he has made over 1,000 jumps and was thrilled to skydive in Guizhou. Baranek said it's a special and extraordinary opportunity to jump from the Bei Panjiang Bridge. He noted that the bridge is really high, so jumpers have enough time to do flips and tricks in the air and still parachute and land safely. Located on the Yunnan-Guizhou Plateau, Guizhou once grappled with karst landforms. Its vast mountains hindered development, 
and limited interaction with the wider world. However, in recent decades, world-class bridges have been built. These infrastructural marvels now allow high-speed trains to connect to remote areas. Today, Guizhou's karst geography is no longer a disadvantage. Instead, it has made the province into a prime venue for outdoor sports, including mountain biking, rock climbing, as well as caving, bungee jumping, and paragliding. This is Special English. China has announced a plan of setting up five national botanical gardens by 2025 amid the country's effort to build a national botanical garden system for better protection of plant diversity. By 2025, the proposed gardens will place under ex situ conservation more than 70% of the country's key state protected wild plants and 55% of rare and endangered wild plants. That is according to the layout plan of a National Botanical Garden System released by the National Forestry and Grassland Administration. Under the plan, the country aims to bring the number of National Botanical Gardens to 10 by 2035. They are expected to provide ex situ conservation for more than 80% of the country's key state protected wild plants and 70% of rare and endangered wild plants, basically forming a national botanical garden system. The country now has two national botanical gardens with one situated in Beijing and the other in Guangzhou, the capital of South China's Guangdong province. According to the administration, China is one of the countries with the greatest plant diversity, providing habitats for over 38,000 types of higher plants. It currently has nearly 200 botanical gardens with 60% of the country's native plants under ex situ conservation. This is Special English. You've been listening to programs from CGTN Radio. CGTN Radio. We invite you to visit us online for more audio, pictures and in-depth reports. At radio.cgtn.com, you can access a wide range of programs and find your favorite news, talk, features, entertainment shows and podcasts. Hear the difference with CGTN Radio. You're listening to Special English.
Chinese scientists will conduct an exo-ecosystem space experiment on the Tiangong Space Station, aiming to explore the ability of microbes to survive in space. The China Exo-Ecosystem Space Experiment will expose microorganisms to space conditions, including microgravity, vacuum, UV radiation, and extreme temperatures. Scientists believe that space stations provide unique opportunities to conduct astrobiology experiments to explore the possibility of life beyond Earth. According to Liu Zhu, a professor at the Department of Earth System Science, Tsinghua University, the first stage of the project aims to test whether methane-producing microorganisms or methanogens can survive in the environments inside and outside the space station. Methanogens are considered one of the earliest life forms on Earth and have a strong adaptability to extreme environments. NASA's Curiosity Mars rover has detected unexplained methane signals several times since landing on Mars in 2012. However, scientists have not been able to determine whether the methane on Mars is produced by microbes. Liu said that if the methane on Mars is biologically produced, then this kind of life is very resistant to extreme environments, such as a certain level of cosmic radiation as well as low temperatures. With its construction completed, China's Tiangong Space Station has entered the stage of application and development. It is capable of providing microgravity and radiation conditions in space that are incomparable to those on the ground. Sui Duo, the first author of the paper and a researcher at Tsinghua University, said that the experiment on board the Tiangong Space Station will test the survival and proliferation status of methanogens in different environments by simulating outer space environments such as Mars. Liu said it will be an important discovery if the experiment can verify that the oldest bacteria on Earth can survive and even reproduce normally in the extreme environment of space. According to the researchers, three methanogen strains have been selected for the space experiments 
the experiment will be carried out simultaneously in three different settings, namely on board and outside the Tian Gong space station, as well as in a ground-based laboratory. At present, the research team has carried out preliminary experiments on the ground, laying the foundation for the smooth implementation of space experiments. And the related paper has been published in the journal Nature Astronomy. Tui said that by studying the behavior and adaptation of methanogens in space, the team may be able to better understand the potential for life on other planets and some of the most fundamental questions about the origins and diversity of life in the universe. The experiment was co-designed by scientists from Tsinghua University, the Institute of Microbiology of the Chinese Academy of Sciences, as well as the Shanghai Institute of Technical Physics in Dalian Maritime University. You're listening to Special English. Made from intricate metal wire mesh and decorated with jeweled tassels, the Phoenix Coronet is an exquisite toy inspired by traditional Chinese culture. Historically reserved for noblewomen during ceremonies and official occasions in ancient China, Phoenix Coronets have made a contemporary resurgence in the form of art toys. Art toys, or designer toys, are collectibles created by artists and designers and typically sold in limited editions. Peace Cool, an art toy maker based in Dongguan, in South China's Guangdong province, is a manufacturer of the Phoenix Coronet. The company boasts a global reach, selling its products to over a hundred countries and regions. The Phoenix Coronet is its hit product, generating monthly sales exceeding 200,000 units. Xiong Mao, who heads the operation of the Peace Cool brand, said that combining traditional Chinese culture with modern aesthetics, many art toys have become a global sensation. The brand's other top-selling products include a series depicting the glamorous alleyways of the Tang Dynasty. Today, Peace Cool's products are translated into seven languages, accumulating over a billion users worldwide. According to industry data, the global art toy market is experiencing rapid growth, with market size increasing from 8.7 billion U.S. dollars 
in 2015 to 34 billion US dollars in 2022. Dongguan is a toy manufacturing hub boasting over 4,000 toy makers. As of 2022, Dongguan had 87 large-scale enterprises involved in art toy production, with a total industrial output value of over 16 billion yuan, about 2.3 billion US dollars, marking an increase of 30% year-on-year. Wu Yifu, Deputy General Manager of the online platform Chao Wanzu, specializing in art toy trading, noted that previously Chinese manufacturers had often focused on producing outsourced foreign products, mainly featuring foreign IPs or designs. Wu said that now Chinese brands are rising and infusing more Chinese elements into their designs. The market prefers art toys with a Chinese flair. Many art toys have enjoyed robust sales in Southeast Asia, Japan, and the Republic of Korea. Thanks to geographical and cultural proximity, adding that customers in these regions are also very interested in Chinese mythology and museum culture. The rise in the popularity of this genre coincides with the broader trend of growing Chinese toy exports. Some prominent Chinese art toy brands are making significant strides in overseas markets. You're listening to Special English. That's the end of this edition of Special English. To recap, I'm going to read one of the news items again at normal speed. Please listen carefully. The Hai He Theater Festival has started its three-month run in Tianjin, honoring the father of modern Chinese drama Cao Yu and showcasing Tianjin's vibrant theater activities. The event features performances by professional troops, shows by university students, and cultural tourism. Cao, who was born in Tianjin, made significant contributions to modern drama in China during his lifetime. Some of his well-known works include Sunrise, the Thunderstorm, and Beijingers. Beijing People's Art Theater will present Cao's masterpiece, Thunderstorm, in Tianjin during the festival, and the Tianjin People's Art Theater will perform three of his works. Also, a variety of Peking opera works will be showcased throughout the three-month run. Renowned domestic and international groups such as the China Oriental Performing Arts Group, Xi'an Drama Troupe, Britain's TNT Theatre and Chapter House Theatre Company will come to Tianjin during the event. They will perform a variety of shows, including English plays, Pride and Prejudice. Influential and cutting-edge productions, such as Meng Jinghui's drama Red and Black and the comedy Highly Suspicious, produced by Gulo West Theatre, will also be presented in Tianjin, showcasing the avant-garde nature of contemporary theatre. More than a century ago, Chinese drama emerged on campuses in Tianjin 
And this year's festival is expected to see the younger generation continuing to carry the torch of theatrical brilliance that has been passed down by their predecessors. This is the end of today's program. I hope you'll join us every day to learn English at a slower pace.